Hey there, how are you guys doing today? Welcome to another episode of A Casual Conversation. My name is Nicholas Bayshore, and joining me today are Eric Schwartz. What's up, guys? And Miguel Benedict. How's it going, Internet? On today's episode, we're going to be talking about advertising and marketing, all the little annoying product plugging that uh, we see on a daily basis. But first, how have you guys been this week? What's been going on? Anything interesting? Oh, it's been pretty good. Um, Nick, as you know, Bloodborne is out now, so uh, everybody's been busy playing that, including myself. Yeah, yeah, I've been enjoying it too. Yeah. It's been... We're on the street as you beat it. I, I uh, Yeah, this morning, yeah. Oh, very nice. Congrats. Yeah, I got one of the endings. So. I'm I based on what I've heard though, there's a lot of different endings uh, as I was talking to you about last night, and a lot of people who've already cleared the game are missing so many bosses and stuff. Yeah, that's I've had that feeling when I beat it. I'm like, I feel like I didn't do everything. I feel like I missed like two bosses. Yeah, that's that's typically how a lot of people are acting because you go through here and then there's this whole thing with in, uh, items you can pick up that completely change your ending if you consume them before fighting the last boss. What? I don't know. It's crazy. We'll, we'll have to talk about it after the show. Um, what about you, Miguel? What's been going on in not Bloodborne world? Um, I have finally, finally figured out how to hook my Nintendo 3DS up to my uh, OSU's wireless. So yeah. I can now... Not have to wait. I do now. I don't have to wait to go home to be able to access like Pokemon Bank and yeah. all this other stuff and updates. So my world has just opened up. But That's sadly, awesome. I have a welding design midterm tomorrow. So that being said, I can't explore said world until that's over with. Right. So it, it's a dirty tease. It's a dirty, yeah. dirty tease. No, I totally understand it. Getting those mobile devices on school networks is a pain too. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. What processes do you have to go through for that? Um, I had to. So I went online, and actually, I found it on Reddit. The solution <laughs> was on Reddit. <laughs> um, Way to go, Reddit! I know, right? Saving me out. But um, basically, it was I had to find the Nintendo 3DS's MAC number, and then from there, all I had to do was register it online. It actually only took about two minutes once I had the instructions. So I was just I, I've just been kind of miffed that I hadn't thought of asking the internets for help sooner. I was just right. kept trying to, you know, connect it myself, and it was like, okay, this isn't working, so I just quit. Yeah, that's oh. how it works work on Canvas, too. You have to register each individual device with the mm-hmm. wireless system, or OIT is what we call it here. It's yeah. it's a little ridiculous in my opinion, but hey, I guess that's uh, well, how it works. Security measures. Yeah, yeah. College. But All anyway... Right. Advertising. Let's go ahead and yeah. jump into this. So I know you've been focused on this for a while, Miguel. So give us give us a little brief overview of what you're thinking. Well, you know, honestly, it's just I think advertising is always sort of fascinating because I really enjoy the – I'm a big psychology nerd. Like I think the study of the human mind is definitely something that I'm interested in. And honestly, I might have even considered majoring in it at one point. So I always love how the like the little tricks that advertising uses to try to like hook us in and the the sort of blatant baits and the more subtle um, things that they do. So it's always been sort of like a little hobby of mine. Like sometimes when I look at an advertisement, I'm like, mm, I wonder what they're trying to do here. Like, are they using sex to sell this car or are yes. they like using some sort of <laughs> the, the answer is always yes. Um, are they using some sort of like societal, you know, moray that is going to tell you that, you know, you're you're not going to be successful unless you can drink copious amounts of Dos Equis beer, that sort of thing. Right, right. Um, 
So, I, and, you know, it's everywhere. But what interests me as well is the fact that, and Eric and I talked a little bit about this before we started recording, is the fact that since media is sort of shifting more from TV, which was the big the big vehicle of the last, you know, couple of decades, sure. shifting more to Internet-based um, mediums like Hulu or you know, social media or uh, Netflix, where there is less advertisement or you can pay to not have advertisement, how advertisement is going to adapt to meet that and still get in our faces. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. One of the things I've noticed is we upgraded a cable package recently. Like, we had mm-hmm. cable in the, in the family house where I'm at now, but I'd never really used it, right? I watched The Walking Dead and maybe Supernatural on Tuesdays, which I think is Wednesdays now, but that's it. That's all I would watch, and typically I would just record them and then play them back so I could skip all the advertisements. But the one thing I found that was really interesting, we upgraded the, the package, and now we have, like, Xfinity On Demand or whatever. We're stuck with Comcast. It's the only place in the area. Uh, Comcast. But with Xfinity On Demand, you can watch all your shows, right? And I found one mm-hmm. thing that was – well, I guess two things that were really interesting. One, I started watching a show called Helix, right? Helix is a phenomenal show. I highly recommend you guys check it out if you love science, which I know you both mm-hmm. do. That's the one where they're in Antarctica? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a very, very good show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then the second season – I wanted to get started on, right? And watch the first season on Netflix, when's the second season? And I was like, oh, I have Xfinity. I'll just start it there. Well, it turns out they only have the last three episodes available to you. So episode one, two, and three were all gone. There's nowhere for me to watch those unless I pay for them individually on Amazon, despite having this on-demand television. And the reason is they want you to, they want to insinuate you watching commercials, even though, point two here, with the playback, there are so many commercials you can't skip. And often, mm-hmm. it's not like a set of different ones, like, oh, Swiffer, Dosa Keys Beer, right? Stuff like, it's not like four or five different ones. It's, it's the, the same, same commercial yep. every yep. single commercial break, and it's pitching a specific show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. I, I, uh, my parents have Comcast, so whenever I go over there, you know, they'll be, have that on and stuff. And Xfinity uh on demand it's like it used to be like years ago when it first came out is you could they didn't have advertisements at all on the on demand stuff and then it was one advertisement and now in some cases it's like multiple advertisements like you said and it is really annoying because it's the same advertisement and a lot of times now is they'll charge you for watching an older season of a show on Xfinity Yes. Which is also extremely annoying. They never used to do that before. Right. Where I can go watch it on Netflix for nothing. Right. Exactly. I can pay the $8 and exactly. it's there. And a trend that I'm seeing is less and less people, at least of our generation, are watching TV. The people that grew up with it, you know, like, I mean, you know, like my parents and stuff, you know, they, they watch TV. They still watch TV. And that generation who can't necessarily it's, have a harder time getting into the whole tech uh, the stuff and Netflix. My mom has such a hard time working Netflix. You know, she'll <laughs> still watch TV and stuff. But like our generation, because we're so used to using the internet and we have access to Netflix and Hulu and all that kind of stuff, uh, we'll you know, YouTube. We'll most likely use that, and there are less advertisements on those than we than would be in your average television program. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's one thing I find really interesting, too. Like even in average television programs, you have the regular advertising. And on top of that, you have the stacked product placement. I was watching a home improvement show last night. I just kind of passed out on the couch. We watched um, a movie Unbroken. It's OK. 
Uh, if right. you, I don't know if you guys were planning on watching it, but they very much uh, made it a Hollywood film. <laughs> so that was a little rough. But other than that, it was okay. Yeah. Uh, no, but I was watching a Home Improvement show, and I, I can't remember exactly what it was because they all, they're all the same to me, right? But it's this yeah. couple who is tearing down part of their basement to add in a couple doors and a window, right? So like a walkout basement, basically. Right. And while they're doing this, there are so many product placements here, and I actually took an advertising class in college just to – I was interested. And ever since I've been in that class and studied product placement and studied how things work, it is so difficult for me not to notice all these things, right? They just like yeah. jump out at you. They yeah. had a DeWalt screwdriver with the biggest DeWalt logo I've ever seen on a screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> all of the tools were DeWalt's. All of the uh, work gloves they wore were Hess, I think, something along those lines. And then the various uh, things that were around, were they were all product placement. You had Subway sandwiches. You had, you know. And it's it's blatantly obvious. One of yeah. the worst things, if you guys have ever well, – of course you've watched this movie – Transformers, right? <laughs> oh, yes. I think that is it, – it, to me, it's still the mother, mother load of product placement. There is so many things in Transformers that is – product placement that many people actually don't recognize um you know the mountain dew machine that turns into a <laughs> a oh, uh, God, a transformer bad. and mm -hmm. the xbox that turns into a transformer and like you you don't really think about these things but after you've realized it it's impossible not to think about them you know yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know it gets in your head no and th that's like what that's what all these things are designed to do is to get into your head nick you were saying like oh I, you know i saw the same ad four times yeah and it's like it, it's part it's one of the five most common advertising techniques is repetition and then yep. there's the claims so like and they use these little words that are like weasel words where it's like their statements are like they use modify statement modifiers that renders the claim meaningless if studied closely so then it's right. like you know, it helps or it fights or it virtually cures. Like, but if you look at it and if you took it to court, they'd like, well, I just said it helps. I didn't say it fixes the problem. Or I just yeah. said it like it aids you. Right. And then there's the association. So like, you know, if Megan Fox is drinking a Mountain Dew can and Transformers, you just associate Mountain Dew with Megan Fox, with Sexy, with Mountain Dew. And then you drink Mountain Dew. Yeah. Right. And there's the bandwagon and the promotions. Which, and, by the way, don't drink Mountain Dew. Yeah, It'll no. mess you up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if no, you are drinking, there. stop. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, though. That's a story for another day. It messed me yeah. up bad. So, so a question to you guys. Sure. What would you prefer when watching a show? Would you rather see advertisements or would you rather see product placements? Advertisements. Product placements. I'm the opposite oh, way. Really? Yeah, see, here's the thing. With advertisements, I... I with product placements, I can pick them out and dictate that I am not going to be influenced by these said product placements, right? I'm able to do that. I don't know if every customer would be able to do that. But for me, I can look at that can of Pepsi and say, oh, well, that's just in here as advertising. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy Pepsi. My personal preferences influence what I buy, right? Right. right. So I'm not going to be changed by these things. So Your will rather, is strong. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's one of those things. But it's like, would I ever... Or I guess would I prefer to watch 60 Minutes of The Walking Dead where they drink crumpled Pepsi cans, right, a couple times during the show? Or would I rather watch 41 Minutes of The Walking Dead with crumpled Pepsi cans in it anyway, because let's be honest, and 19 minutes of Swiffer ad advertisements? Right. I'd much rather watch the product placements. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think you know, rather, I you know, I suppose I'd agree with you in that sense, but I don't... 
watch TV because I absolutely despise advertisements. Yeah. No, I'm so gonna... I usually like, like, okay, if I think I'm interested in a show, I'll just wait for it to come out on Boxa and buy it. And so I wouldn't like product placements because, you know, I bought it. Like, don't advertise to me I bought the product, you know. Well, yeah. I, it's it's a vicious circle, though. I mean, and one thing about you mentioned buying the discs, right? Yeah. One thing I've noticed, I have only bought mm, three seasons of television discs. Firefly, The Big Bang Theories, right? And The Walking Dead. That's it. Mm-hmm. And people have asked me, oh, why don't you get Game of Thrones? Or why don't... It's expensive, and they know it. If you want to buy a Walking Dead box set on release that's DVD, it's going to cost you $40, if not more. Right. And yeah. if you want to buy a Game of Thrones box set, I've seen them for 50 to 60 bucks. And that's not even the fancy collector's box set. The Walking Dead had one for season two where they had a stump. Uh, was it season two? I, I can't remember. It's it's the stump the stump season. I, I can't remember the collector's edition. Um, but they had it there. It was over. It was well over a hundred dollars. It was just uh, you know a tiny stump <laughs> with the discs in them, and people bought them. I I don't know. I think it's it's very interesting the way that. If you really analyze it, I don't think you can win as a consumer. I understand that advertising is extremely important. Uh, it pays it pays my bills, right? Like my payments come from advertising, which we'll right. get to in a second. But um, now, as far as the television thing, I'm still on the product placement train. Mm, see, I don't. I'm with Eric on this one because it, it's you know when you're watching that episode of you know Arrow or something sure. and. Felicity, who's smoking hot, by the way. Um, yes. Felicity, when she's like, oh, I'm just going to go track the bad guy using my Windows 8 Smart Surface Pro that runs <laughs> Windows 8, which is yeah. a piece of shit. Let's all be honest. Windows 8 is by far the worst operating system I have ever had the displeasure of dealing with. See, I and she's like, yeah, I'm moving little tiles around and beep, boop, bop, and boom, like satellite image. I'm just like, would that – see – I don't like it when the product placement – I can deal with product placement. I don't like it when the product placement, you know, gets in the way of me. Like, granted, Arrow is a superhero show, so it's already unrealistic. But it's sure. unrealistic enough. Like, you can't hack a satellite with a Windows Surface Pro. I don't sure. care how much Windows paid you. Like, yeah. stop yeah. screwing with the story kind of thing. No, and that's, um, that's, that's something, you know, like I actually didn't think about when I made my statement. I mean, that's – yeah, that's <laughs> I'm with because <you> <laughs> when you see uh, it, you're just like, oh, that's annoying. She could that, never no, do that. No, that makes sense because I think there are different kinds of product placements, like well mm-hmm. thought out ones and ones yeah. that are just thrown in there because. See, yeah, yeah, I'm just sitting here thinking of like the thrown in ones and with with Windows 8. I mean, you make you make a very interesting point because you're right. Windows 8, I I don't think it's the worst operating system since Vista. <laughs> Vista is still the worst. I hated Vista. Uh, yeah. and Windows 8 has been drastically improved over time. I remember when I um yeah, was, I'm not going to go on I'm not going to go on a tangent here, but I basically worked at Best Buy when they pitched Windows 8 and they tried to make mm-hmm. me sell it and I couldn't. It actually yeah. it was one of the things that influenced me quitting my job because it was so bad I couldn't lie to people <laughs> about it. Uh right. But, you know, Windows, it's it's so bad, but Windows 8.1 severely reduced a lot of things. I still prefer 7, but um, I'm interested in 10 rings. But 8 is as horrible as everyone makes it out to be. Could you hack a satellite on it? No. Probably Uh, not. Or, like, you know, when the badass, I was watching, I think it was Castle. I was watching Castle, and, like, you know, the badass lady cop, like, rolls in in her car, and she's, like, about to do, like, a little parallel park, nice and smooth. And she's like, 
oh, and then she clicks on her little like rear rear view camera. Yep. It was like like a total blatant. I'm like, she's badass. She doesn't need a rear view camera. Yep. She's just gonna whip it into the parking spot like easy peasy. But cars, cars <laughs> are so it, almost every car you see is product placement. And yeah. a lot of people don't yeah. think about that, but that is exactly how it works. Oh, Fast Seven just, is just oh, going to be a slew. It's, it's true. <laughs> yes. You know what? Like it's it so is, true, though. It is true with watch cars. It. I feel like cars are a little bit different, just because, like, well, if there's a driving scene, they have to be driving something, right? Yeah. You know, like, true. True. No, so, that's understandable. I I find it so interesting that like one thing in The Walking Dead is they um I think it's a Hyundai I can't remember um because I I don't pay attention to these things but I I feel like it was a Hyundai but it's a um a silver car that they had for the first three seasons and the funniest thing was this this specific Hyundai in the apocalypse <laughs> is always perfectly clean and oh, every yeah. car is like trashed right so mm-hmm. all the other cars are trashed they're covered in zombie guts and blood and dirt and this car it's like Rick's like mm, I gotta wipe this thing down before we take it out into the apocalypse guys calm down and <laughs> that, I mean that was product placement right yeah, and it's, yeah. it's always so interesting um, a little zombie wax on the windows for real though wax, yeah. <laughs> I mean I think one thing that's actually really interesting too is uh, with advertising is lottery tickets and I didn't really think about this until they started doing the Tennessee Lottery with The Walking Dead this season. But they have a commercial that they run at the start of almost every commercial break during an episode where this woman breaks off a zombie's finger and uses it to scratch off a Tennessee Lottery ticket that has The Walking Dead written on it. And huh. it's, it's, so, it's so stupid. But so many people go out and buy that lottery ticket now, right? Because oh, they yeah. want to participate because they think it's The Walking Dead. They want to participate in it. Yeah. And it's, it's really surprising. I didn't even think lottery tickets were that big of a deal, um, at least you know with paid product placement. But they're huge. It's a, it's a big deal here in Tennessee with The Walking Dead lottery. Yeah. Yep, they're using bandwagon and association right there. So yep. do you guys think that there will be more product placement in the future because a lot of people are turning away from like cable and all the traditional advertisements in favor of stuff like Netflix that has no advertisements? Probably. Because I mean, it's yeah. you got to advertise somewhere. And if it's not with, you know, those little breaks in between um, like segments of a show – then it's going to have to be with more satellite hacking Windows surfaces. Yeah, so I get it's one evil for another, I suppose. Right. Well, yeah. you know, it, one thing too is I always like to pitch the other side of the story. You know, like television advertising. I think I, I'm very much with you guys on that. But there's also online advertising, right? And mm-hmm. me and Eric have both worked with this because we used to work on a website that had to do a lot of online advertising. And that online advertising essentially pays the bills, right? Like, for for example, I'll, I'll go ahead and throw this out there. I, I used to be heavily focused on YouTube, and I was a YouTube partner with TGN. Well, there's a software that I'm sure many people are familiar with who are listening uh, called Adblock, right? It's a Google right. Chrome extension plugin, blocks all mm-hmm. advertisement script on a site. Well, a lot of people run that. And when it comes down to it, uh, let's say you watch a YouTube channel, right, with with AdBlock enabled, so you don't watch any ads. That person is not getting paid anything for what you've just blocked. Um, and you have to consider that we're, as YouTubers, we're pretty much already underpaid. <laughs> we deal with a lot of crap. Um, and Twitch streamers, too, go through the same thing. But I think it's really interesting because you could have 500 people watching your YouTube video, right? All of them could be running AdBlock. You get no revenue. And... It's it's an interesting world because I understand the the horror I, I guess the horrors of advertising I totally do but at the same time you know it helps pay my bills 
And I guess it's a little frustrating when you look at things like ad block and online advertising and they're, you know, so, so convoluted, so to speak. I, I definitely find it interesting because advertising, I feel, is a necessary evil in order to get paid in specific scenarios. Television, not so much. Online, yeah. a little different. Um, I don't know. I just, I find it very interesting. I mean, granted, like, I'm not one of those people that in the middle of all my YouTube videos makes, makes an ad pop up because I have control over it, right? Like, I, I throw yeah. them at the beginning and sometimes at the end. But I, I definitely think it's really interesting the way advertising is being handled on the Internet. I mean, a site, uh, a site that I, I used to work with had a pop-up advertisement that every time, every time you would click something anywhere on the site, it would pop up. And it was a full-screen advertisement. And it would immediately pull you to that second page. And, like, that is uh, that is poor advertising, right? Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, it, it's very, very interesting. It's true. There are some websites that I go to where, like, ads will just slide into view everywhere. And you've got, like, five or six different ads. Like, there's some websites, like news websites. I'll go to click on an article, and all of a sudden all these ads pop up. I'm like, well, I'm going to make a mental note to never come back to your website ever again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a fine line you got to walk because you got to – you know, utilize the advertising potential of your website. Um, but at the same time, you have to make it not such a harrowing experience for your viewers or your yeah. um, subscribers to, you know, be, be like, okay, like all of a sudden, whatever inherent value your website had is now overshadowed by the fact that it's such a pain in the ass to go through it. Yeah. Yeah, like absolutely. If it, if it hinders the fact to enjoy whatever it is you went there originally to do, Mm -hmm. then you've lost that viewer or, or that reader or whatever. Right, which, which in the long run is actually going to cost you more money than that extra advertisement that you tried to squeeze in. Correct. Like I'm a big fan of like the tasteful sidebar where it's like maybe like a little Google smart advertising and yeah. that's it. Like that's, that's – I deal with that all day, every day. Yeah. The interesting thing, a lot of – like I understand exactly what you're saying with the smart bar, but a lot of people – you don't get paid much for that smart bar, right? So that's why right. a lot of people tend to stack them in or like do the – I know we've mentioned it before. The, hey, come check out the, the 10 most attractive women on Harry Potter and each each of them is on a separate page with a separate set of ah, advertisements. Clickbait. Yeah. Exactly. Clickbait. Clickbait, clickbait drives me crazy. Yeah. I, I cannot stand it. And everyone is resorting to it and that's what's starting to bother me a little bit. It is true. Um, Even like uh, one of my – go-to things the gaming industry the news yeah. in the gaming industry they never used to do that before and now they're catching on to it and it's getting to the point now where i will avoid certain news websites that i never used to avoid before because of the articles they have the mm -hmm. the clickbait's real on a couple yeah. of them man and i used to respect a lot of them but now like i can't go to ign because ign is all clickbait yep it's all yeah. clickbait all of it yep. um polygon is becoming ign polygon yeah it is. frustrates me um and i it's frustrating, too, because a lot of YouTubers I used to watch for gaming news have either quit their job, right, because they aren't okay with plugging various things, or they are filled with clickbait themselves and paid product placement. Like, oh, this podcast is sponsored by blah, 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 blah. And I understand, like, it's a necessary evil, and if we ever get going, I mean, that's something we're going to have to do. Um, but too much <laughs> is too much. <laughs> you know, is, like I, I will say that if we ever advertise on this podcast specifically, it'll be, oh, this show is um, capable or, you know, this show is possible thanks to, I don't know, Audible or something like that, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. something that applies directly to what we do and something we all agree with. But I'm not going to yeah. sit here and 
spam Sell audible <laughs> five times during the show. You know, yeah, it's, right. it's stupid. And yeah. that's that's something that a lot of podcasters do, and it drives me crazy. Uh, and then, of course, we got crowdfunding and stuff, too. But I know we're planning on talking at that, uh, about that at a later basis. It's mm-hmm. it's an interesting world with advertising. It's something I'm I'm happy I studied for a little while, but I definitely couldn't go into because I would honestly feel like I was lying straight to people's faces. It is true. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I agree. Well, uh, is that about it on advertising? Yeah, I, I believe oh. so. I think that's a yeah. good note to end it on. Cool, man. All right, guys. Well, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, so thank you for joining us on today's episode of A Casual Conversation. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And remember, you can send us topic ideas and questions for the end of the show via our Gmail account, acasualconversation at gmail.com, or by tweeting them to one of us on Twitter. Speaking of which, where can they find you guys at on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at erage. That's E-R-A-E-G-E. Where can they find you, Miguel? Oh, you can find me at OG underscore M-I-G-S-Y. And while we wrap up, why don't we talk about the sheer rapping power of Saran Wrap Premium? Rap. <laughs> I, I have done. That was, okay, that was a joke, everybody. That was a joke. It was, sarcasm. <laughs> it was very much sarcasm. We are not sponsored <laughs> by Saran Wrap. <laughs> uh, you guys can also Speak find me on yourselves. Twitter. At, oh God. <laughs> The only thing that'd be good for is saran wrapping your door and yelling at your girlfriend to run in the room and seeing what happens. Oh, God. <laughs> God. that would be a bad time. Yes, it would. You guys can find me on Twitter at Avalance as well. Um, but, you know, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for us today. And we will saran see you guys all on to the next episode of the podcast. See you later. For all your wrapping needs, saran wrap now comes in different colors. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like it would be kind of cool. For like Easter, like blue. Right, see, blue. okay, yeah, you're getting into it. <laughs> like, I would like color code my saran wrapping. Like, that'd be kind of nice. Yeah. Because if you saran wrap it enough, you don't know what's inside, but the colors would tell you. Maybe they do, don't they? Don't they have colored ones? I think, I think they, they do. do. Oh. I feel like I've seen, like, pink before. Yeah, yeah. A red saran wrap? Well, colors or no, count on saran for freshness. That's easy. <laughs> Plastic wrap is a surefire way of protecting the taste, texture, and quality of your food. And so, that's and- a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>